As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Years ago, I had a friend that worked with us that had a little phrase, an expression he used frequently. When I would see him and I would ask, how are you, how are you doing? His response was always the same, in the battle, in the battle. I remember the first few times I heard him say that, I thought, well, that's a depressing way uh, to live. And yet he was one of the happiest people I knew. I discovered something from my friend's expression, and it is this, we are all in the battle. That doesn't mean you have to be depressed, and discouraged, and despondent. You don't have to live in despair. No, but you have to recognize that we are all in a spiritual conflict and that there's always a battle going on all the time around you. Sometimes you feel it more than others but we're all in the battle. We return today to this prophetic passage in Genesis 49 related to Joseph, and we've studied one verse, verse 22, where we learn something about his fruitfulness. Uh, we learn something about uh, his spiritual growth and the blessing of God. But when you come to the end of verse 22, you'll notice there's not a period there. There's a colon, and the colon reminds us that there's more to come and that what follows after is connected to what came before. So let me begin by reading verse 22 again and then read the next couple of verses. The Bible says Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Do you see a shift here. Do you see that suddenly the object lesson, the, the symbolism changes? He moves from an agricultural setting, a vine growing, a fruit tree growing, to now suddenly we're transported onto the battlefield. We, we're in a war zone. We're on the front lines. The language of war is now used and especially the emphasis on strength. Do you know why that is? Because we are not only growing, we are fighting. We are not only being built up in our faith, we are also in a battle. And if you don't recognize that, after a while you can really get disillusioned with life. Because some people have the idea that if they're rooted in the Lord, if they're bearing fruit, if they're growing, if they have the blessing of God, there's going to be no struggle. There's going to be no fight. Oh, that's not what the Bible teaches. In fact, I would argue that everything God ordains, Satan opposes. So the nearer you get to God, the further you go with God, and the closer you get to what God has for you, the more the enemy is going to try to stop you. Well, Dr. Bob Jones Sr. used to say that the door of opportunity always swings on the hinges of opposition. Well, that's seen here in this passage of Scripture. Joseph was the fruitful bough, but he was in the battle. And I'm speaking to some people right now who are in the battle. I don't know what your battle is today, but we all have it, don't we? And some of you are fighting, and you're, you're under the, the stress of it all, and you're wondering, uh, is this right? Is this the way it's supposed to be? I want you to know that the same God 
who gave Joseph victory will give you victory. And the same God that gave Joseph strength in the battle will give you strength in the battle. You see, our God is El Elyon. He is the strongest strong one. Do you remember in the previous chapter what Jacob said to Joseph in his testimony? He said, God Almighty visited me. God Almighty spoke to me. I think he was trying to convey to Joseph this understanding that it is not our power, it's God's power. And it's not just for Jacob, it's for Joseph. And praise God, it's not just for Joseph, it's for me and it's for you today. Let's begin here, first of all, with this picture in Joseph's life. Listen to the verses again. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. That's a a reminder, isn't it, of what his brothers did. Uh, His brothers turned their big guns on him, if you will. And then uh, when he got to Egypt, he made enemies. Uh, People turned their, their sights on Joseph to try to destroy him and tear him down. And, of course, behind all of this was Satan, Uh, the devil trying to destroy him, trying to thwart the plan and the purpose of God. And so there's a historical picture here of all that he's come through with his brothers and Potiphar and the prison and all of that, Uh, the the fight, the battle that he's been in. There's also a prophetic picture here. Remember I said to you that Genesis 49 is prophetic about the future of the family and about all that is to come. Well, if you study out all of these tribes, you're going to see that everything that God said in Genesis 49 has come to fruition and is coming to fruition in the land of Israel and through his people. Well, one of the prophetic things here is that Satan is going to continue to fight. He's going to continue to try to stop what God is doing in this world. Praise God, though, God's not finished with his people. And every promise God makes, he always fulfills. It's impossible for God to lie. It's impossible. So you can bank on this, the Lord will keep his promises. But then there's a great practical picture here for all of us, and it is this, that everything God brings you to, he brings you through. It was God that brought him to Egypt, and God brought him through Egypt. It was God that brought him to the difficulty, and God brought him through the difficulty. And friend, what God did in Joseph's life, God will do in your life. I was thinking about this the other day in reference to where we live as New Testament believers and a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16 uh, to his original disciples. Uh, Verse number 18, he said, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You get the idea of, well, if the Lord's building his church, it must be easy. No, immediately he says, and. The conjunction is a revelation here. He says, while there's a building, there's a battling. While I'm building my church, all of hell is going to try to stop it. But the gates of hell, even even the, the prince of the power of the air and the principalities and the powers, even the authorities, uh, even the ones at the top echelons of the, the darkness of hell, will not be able to prevail against what I'm doing in this world. Now, look at the parallel of that in Joseph's life. In verse number 22 of Genesis 49, the Lord's building, the Lord's bringing fruit. And in verse 23 and 24, the Lord's battling. But in the battle, he is keeping his servant. I thought as I studied on Joseph and the archers shooting at him and grieving him and hating him of the contrast in the life of the Old Testament Saul, 
You remember how he died? The archers shot sore at him and hit him and killed him. What a contrast. The difference between the life of a man living in the presence of God and a man separated from the presence of God. Saul had turned his back on the Lord and was walking not in light but in darkness. And when the enemy came and the arrows came, there was no protection. There was no confidence. There was no escape. But friend, if you're like Joseph, are living in God's presence, you can believe this. Even though the battle may come, the enemy is real, and the arrows are hot, your God will keep you in the battle. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.